I love the names on this team. They have Sixto Sanchez, and they have my favorite name probably in baseball right now, Jazz Chisel. Showing emotion in baseball is terrible and should never be uh, in the game. It's it's weird how the dynamic works between sports. But to win a championship, not only do you need great players on the court, but you need good chemistry, which takes time to develop. Justin Fields is a all, all-time talent. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians. I feel like Luca will take that next step, and if he can get a three ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. We can make jokes about you not being in the Super Bowl for 20-something years, but... What's up, everyone? This is Justin Goldman from the Goalie Guild and Lift the Mask, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Austin and Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our MLB Opinions of the Week. We're going to do MLB Early Storylines. I'm Kevin, and I'm joined by the choker of the bat, Austin. (laughs) That does not sound uh, the best, Kevin, but I will take it. What What do you mean, choker of the bat? What? You choke on the bat. No, I, 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 you choke, you choke, you don't, you choke up on the bat. You don't choke the bat. Okay, man. Okay, we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put that one in the rework. But, uh, I, I'll take it. I did it in my time when I played choke up on the bat. You need to if you want to get some contact hits. That's true. Get some bloopers. That's a that's a good reference, Kevin. I like that. Thank you. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's because I'm the blooper king in the MLB show. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into the MLB early storylines. You have three. I have sort of three. Uh, we'll get. We'll. I'll let you go first. So my first storyline has to do with a old player, uh, old pitcher, in fact. And this is a guy that I thought maybe out of the league multiple times the past couple of seasons, but he's been playing pretty well recently. And that is Rich Hill. Rich oh. Hill, who is 43 years old, plays for the Pirates, had a great game in his last game, had six innings, no earned runs, uh, seven strikeouts the game before that, one earned run. He's been pitching well. He's a 3.8 ERA for a Pirates team that is surprisingly in second place in their division. And I, I would I would really like to see this team do something because they have yet to do something in a very long time. And Rich Hill has the second best ERA on this Pirates team that is doing much better than many expected. Well, uh, so if the Padre Pirates are not good or if they're struggling, Rich Hill is a Cardinal, in my opinion. But we'll see. Well, they, he's done well so far. I, I Again, I like seeing older guys stay in the league, and he's performed well. A 3.8 ERA at his age, nine starts, the second-best ERA, like I said, on the team behind Mitch Keller, who's having a Cy Young caliber season right now. But it's it's been a great year for him thus far. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good storyline. Mine's a little bit broader, but um, uh, there's been a bullpen issue. It's not just the Rangers. It's a lot of teams blowing saves. But my thing is, where are the other relievers going to come from? for competitive teams and how much is it going to cost to get a reliever well the best reliever in the league right now is also on the pirates and his name is david bednar who's a 0.53 array also you could go with yanir cano who plays for the orioles but... but they're both competitive mostly unless they do get bad so that could happen 
both of those teams are currently in a playoff spot. So yeah, it does kind of where are those? That's a good point. That's why I really like what the Yankees have done getting their, I mean, our players keep on getting hurt, but of the ones that have played, they've done relatively well. Yeah. But uh, those are two guys. If the two teams get bad, that can most likely deal them, but just how much. And one thing is, even though off the field issues have been bad, a Roldish Chapman, I've heard it's been hitting 103 again. How much do the Royals get for him? Hmm. He's an old player. He's wild. I don't know if he can necessarily keep up his hard throwing. So, I don't know if they would get a lot for him, but I do think they get something. Uh, another guy that I think may get traded is Carlos Estevez. He is second in the MLB in saves, and he plays for the Angels. If the Angels are a team that falls off, which they have been historically, uh, because their bullpen is horrible besides Estevez, and they've been not playing particularly well, uh, and now they're third in their division, you do have to wonder, hey, are they going to be a team that kind of falls off and we see them go by the wayside? That's true. Uh, what's your second one? So my second one is a little bit more broad as well. And it's just, I, I, I'm liking how besides, and this is, this, I'm talking about the NL right now, there is no horrible teams. I There is no team that is below a 400 win percentage, unlike the AL who has two teams in the 200s and three teams below 400. But in the NL, the Reds are competitive, and again, competitive does not mean not. Uh, competitive does not mean good. Competitive just means they could win some games. And uh, the Reds are nineteen and twenty-seven, and they're the second worst team in the NL. The worst team in the NL is the uh, Rockies at nineteen and twenty-eight. But both of those teams are still four and six in their last ten. They win some games, they lose some games, and while they don't have the greatest win percentage, I like that competitive nature. The parity is there while in past seasons the nationals were really bad the reds are really bad the cubs were really bad and i or the diamondbacks as well but now it seems like there's more parity in the nl thoughts on that uh no that's a good stat to see yeah the nl uh reds aren't doing too bad and they're it's pretty close in the win so yeah it's really a good point and uh yeah that's if there's just some fun with those rebuilding teams that's good it, it, it just, you know that, hey, the MLB TV free game of the day, uh, if you guys want to use that, I, I suggest it. And if that game is Reds versus Cubs, I think those games are actually going to be competitive now. Or even Reds versus Brewers should be competitive. And again, that doesn't mean that every game is going to be good or that the Reds are going to win every game. But there's something uh, to look forward to if you're a fan of those organizations. Yeah, that, that's definitely a good thing to keep in mind. Um, one thing that I'll go into mine is uh, how about I'm just looking at the stats. Um, what there are two guys, or it's maybe young starters because you have Zach Gallon who start Gallon who's starting to come up. Maybe he's a little bit older, but Justin Steele, they're both. Uh, Tied for two at pitching ERAs. You got Bryce Elder. Um, Shane McClanahan is in the top. They're both in the top five for ERA. 
Um, just a lot of young pitchers. Strider, of course, is leading the league in strikeouts. Mitch Keller. Um, so what are these young guys? And we have some young guys coming up, the Dodgers. How well are these young pitchers going to pitch? That That's a great question. I mean, you name some guys, obviously, that are having great starts when you look at Elder, like you mentioned, or Steele. But uh, it's going to be really hard and difficult for them to continue that because we've seen a lot of young pitchers pitch well, and then the league figures them out. They get more film on them. They understand their pitch mix. They understand how they like to uh, uh, circumvent counts. Like, hey, on 3-2, they always go to the fastball. Or, hey, they, they don't like throwing strikes on 3-2 because they're trying to get another strikeout, all this other stuff. So you'll we'll see if that can continue. But right now, yeah, those guys are really playing well. Now your third. So my third, and this is again uh, a team that's not really playing all that well, but another guy that is really high in saves. He's, uh, I believe, fifth in all of baseball. I think he's second in the NL or third in the NL, and that's Alexis Diaz for the Reds. He's a 2.12 ERA, 10 saves, a 1.1 WAR already for a uh, reliever who had a 3.1 war last year, he looks like he's a star in the making. And this is another guy that's young. He's only 26, and for baseball, that is pretty young. You have to wonder, will a bigger team, a team that needs closing, a team that needs better relieving, just like you've already mentioned the Rangers, do they make a trade for him? And because of his young age and that he's been continuing to do this over multiple years, how much does he cost? He's going to cost a lot, and he also has that brother effect. The brother effect? His, do you know his brother? Oh, is, is he related to Edwin Diaz? Yes. I didn't even realize that. Diaz just seems like a... a it seems like name. a common... Yeah, yeah. yeah so I've I heard a lot of people... Those, I didn't even know those yeah. two were tied together. That's even a better storyline. Because, yeah. uh, wow, that that's actually a, a, a duo. That's a crazy duo, actually. It is. Because, uh, like... Yeah. Or, sorry to interrupt, but reliever of the year for the NL, I mean, the favorite was probably going to be Edwin, and now Alexis could win it. Yeah. I, I think it's going to cost because he also has a lot of years of control. So, yeah. I'm kind of team go find this like random guy, random guy that a lot of guys aren't looking into, but that's probably the role a lot of teams are doing. Everyone thinks they can find the uh, diamond in the rough. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but uh, this one is my final one. Uh, so we got a lot of people heading above 300. And I think a lot of that is because of the shift. It is earlier on. <clears throat> Arias is close to 400. Acuna is close to 350. But uh, there are 17 guys who are above 300 batting average. And batting average is that, like, someone will bring it up, and I'm like, eh, I don't really care about it. It's... It's just that guys are hitting for homers. So how long does this keep up? And I think this is a result of the shift. So will there be more than last year? I I think there'll be more. Do you? Yeah, I agree. Because one guy that I heard was trying, Anthony Rizzo's back to 300. And some people were saying that he was trying to lift the ball over because he couldn't get a single because he was a left field hitter. Right field. That's some, huh? He pulls or, well, the right, right field. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he was a left-handed or left-handed batter. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the left-handed batters got a lot. They would just move a bunch of people into the outfield. And there still is some like like you mentioned a pseudo shift that's they they're <laughs> still kind of shifting, but they can't do everything. So I I do like to see uh that the league is kind of allowing more hitters to be able to hit 300 but i still think that at some point you should be able to fix your swing yeah i think it's just kind of a mindset like rizzo is probably just trying to pull it and get it over the wall instead of just getting that infield hit to the right yeah and he's just one example I mean, we've seen many players struggle, and Gallo is still hitting relatively poorly uh, with his wins. He is hitting some homers, but uh, he's, I believe he's, what is he hitting? Is it 212? Let me pull that up real quick. He's hitting 211, my bad, 211. Uh, He he has hit 11 homers, but his uh, batting average of 211 is not necessarily encouraging, if you catch my... Well, yeah, I I love Gallo, though. He just couldn't be the center of an offense. I think he's a good, probably what he is on the Twins. Like, I don't think he's a main part of their offense. Or if he is, then he's not really what I thought. I think he'd be a nice, good defender in the outfield. Even though he wasn't that with the Yankees, I think he was just in the bad spot. And then he'll hit a couple bombs. Yeah, it's just I, I, if you're in that moment, bottom of the ninth, I just would never be confident with him making. Yeah, that's true. The hit. I'd do it. I'd probably maybe do like situational, but yeah, not on the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, Gio Urshela it, is hitting three hundred two. Yeah, Urshela is playing well, and he's also a great defensive player. I'm happy for him. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's my final third one. I think this is good. Let's we'll see how these uh, ones do. But that's all we got. Any final thoughts, Austin? Uh, no, I'm I'm excited for this the rest of the year. I'm 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 happy that uh, some players that we don't necessarily talk about all the time are playing well. Yep, me too. That's all we got. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.